Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Mallory Liversedge. Mallory bowls collegiately at the University of Pikeville. Mallory, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thanks for joining us today. Yes, thank you for having me. Mallory, let's begin. What advice would you have for high school bowlers right now looking for that college and trying to find that right fit? You moved from Idaho all the way to Kentucky, so talk about that and, and what advice you have for high school players these days. I think the biggest thing for me was um, trying to visit as many schools as I could. I live in Idaho, so it's obviously really hard for me to visit a lot of schools since I'm farther away from most of them. But I think the biggest thing was just finding the school that feels right. And, like, as soon as you step on campus, like, it just feels like home. I know there was a school that I visited, and it was okay. But as soon as I stepped foot on to Pikeville or stepped foot at Pikeville, it just felt like home. And I got to meet the team when I uh, toured, and it just felt like a big family, and I knew that's where I belong. So I guess my biggest advice would just be visit as many schools as possible Um Find the school that you like, make sure that you can meet the team, and um, do research, do a lot of research. Make sure that um, the school has the program that you want to study. I know another thing for me was to see who they're sponsored by. Like, ever since I started bowling, I had always thrown Storm. So a big thing for me was finding a school that was sponsored by Storm and so that I could continue doing that. Oh, that's cool. So, what uh, what what was it about uh, the school itself that maybe uh, that you were really attracted to? And then, uh, was it exactly as you expected, or did you have any surprises to to college life that you really didn't kind of see coming when you when you came from high school going into college? Um, so, the high school that I went to was a like college prep school. So, all of the classes that we took were like college level. So, I graduated with like three-fourths of an associate's degree, so I had kind of already been exposed wow. to the college-level classes. So I guess coming here, I already knew what the classes were going to be like, but a big thing for me about the school was the class size because um, back home I have a lot of friends that go to a school and there's like 300 kids in a class. And like coming here, there's like 30 at most. So being in a smaller class, you really get to know your professors and your peers. So I think that was a big thing for me. And also the professors really care about you here. Um, I know this past weekend we went to the tournament up in Addison and um, the professors were like, make sure that they wish you good luck before you go. And we actually had our provost um, send a text to our coach saying, we wish you guys the best. We're all behind you. So I think that's a big thing is being, we're all one big family here. So Wow. Yeah. Well, and, and speaking of that tournament, you were named the Mid-South Conference Woman Bowler of the Week. Now, this is the second time you've been uh, been uh, honored to have that award. So let's talk about the tournaments for you. It seems like on the bowling side of things, things have gelled well for you and then the team. So how is that? How have you been able to, to take the different ladies that you bowl with from different parts of the country and all kind of mesh and then bring that to the lanes and succeed like you guys have been? Um, we have a really good team chemistry. I'm not sure how it really happened, but we all get along very well. We had a uh, team like retreat type thing at the beginning of the year, 
and we kind of like laid out and or laid out our goals for the year and we all have the same goal in mind like we obviously all want to win a national championship and um so we actually created these posters and we had to draw on it what we wanted to do and we couldn't use any words we could only use pictures and our coach actually still has them he has them hanging in his house and he says he looks at them every day so that when we, he goes to practice, he knows what we're working towards. And we actually had a team meeting a couple of days ago, and he set out our NAIA trophy, and then he set out the um, Helmer Cup that he had gotten from Moorhead. And he made us take a picture of them, and we set them as our screensavers. So every time we open up our phone or look at it, we know that why we're here and what we're working for. So I guess that kind of helps us all have the same like mentality when we go to tournaments. We know that we're trying to work together towards the same goal. So what have you seen either changes or improvements on in, in your own, you know, personal game as far as, uh, you know, understanding lane conditions or your equipment or any changes in your physical game or strategies on, you know, lane play, any of that, any of that kind of stuff that really kind of stands out to you or where you've really made some big strides recently? Um, I think my biggest thing would be when – I first came to Pikeville. Uh, I wasn't very versatile on playing different parts of the lane. And now I can go to a tournament and uh, we can be like play up five or like play somewhere two five and like I can play that. Or we can make a big jump in and like I can play that. So I think the biggest thing that's changed for me is the like how versatile I've become. And I've also learned a lot about lane conditions and like how a short pattern plays different than a long pattern and what type of bowling balls I would start out with, and also about the different, like, pores and surfaces, and just, I've just gained more knowledge in general, I guess. And Mallory, if you know your future plans, we'd love to hear them. Are you planning on joining the PWBA Tour? Are you going to use your degree that you're getting there at Pikeville, or what? Uh, what's on the horizon for you? So I'm actually graduating next December, so I had enough credits coming into college that I could uh, take a couple extra credits per semester to be able to graduate a year and a half early. So I'm planning on just graduating, putting my degree to use uh, after December. And then I'm thinking about going a couple PWBA stops and just seeing where that takes me. I don't have any plans to like make it a career yet, but I, but you know, the future's kind of far away. So just living in the moment and just uh, being with my girls on the lanes and just working towards our national title is our main focus right now. Well, well done. I tell you, you know, I can, I'm speaking from experience here, but as far as bowling and trying to travel and do all the tournaments, I hear more of people graduating, you know, a year and a half later than they're expected, yeah. not a year and a half <laughs> earlier. So <laughs> that's, that's sure outstanding. Struggle, but, you know, I have everyone behind me supporting me, so that makes a difference. Man, that's great. Hey, one of the things I've seen out, you're, you know, you mentioned being from Idaho and, and from the Boise area there. Are you familiar at all with that? Uh, there's the dogs that bowl. Yes, I am. I actually, um, KT Simpson's mom actually has a picture on Facebook of me holding Blake when he was a puppy. When they first got him, really? they would always bring him into the bowling alley. We would bowl summer tournaments together, and uh, she would always bring him in, and there's pictures of like Blake as a puppy in the bowling alley with everyone. So I actually knew him before he became famous. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. It was, it was neat to see. They actually came here for a, a bit of a tour, and I got to meet him as well. 
uh, Blake and, and Adam, the, the two of them, and they yeah, were uh, they're they're, cute. They they're pretty, fluffy and they're very cute. <laughs> uh, they're really cute. So um, now Boise is just really a cool town. Um, that's a you know it's not maybe I think it's about four hours or so here from you know we're in uh, Brigham City, Utah here at Storm, so we're kind of the northern mm-hmm. northern part of uh, of Utah, so it's not not too far away. Um, as far as Boise, uh, did you have any influences or coaches uh, growing up that maybe you want to give a little bit of a, a mention to? Anyone from that area, ball driller or, or coach or anyone? Um, well, Scott Archibald from Westies, he drills most of my stuff. Katie's dad has also drilled a couple of my bowling balls. Um, I think the one coach that has really like shaped me into the person I am today would probably be Chad Patton from uh, Mountain Home. He's really showed me that like what I can do with bowling and how it has changed my life. And it's actually been very influential to me. So thank you for that. And thank you to all the ball drillers out there that have helped me to where I am today. <laughs> and Mallory, as far as lady bowlers that you looked up to, any names you want to share with us? Um, I really enjoyed watching Danielle McEwen bowl as a child. And I still enjoy watching her today, watching her compete and seeing how she like overcomes different things in her game. Um, but as far as men, I really enjoy watching Jason Belmonte bowl. He came and talked at a team masters in, uh, in Florida. I think, yeah, it was Florida a couple years ago. And I really enjoyed, uh, listening to his story about how he overcame. Obviously being two handed wasn't very popular when he first started bowling. So I enjoyed hearing how he overcame the, um, I guess people's idea of that style of bowling. Yeah, I think one of the things really interesting with that, you know, Jason Belmonte, he was actually just here at Storm recently, and, uh, mm-hmm. and we were talking a little bit about that with the two-handed style. And, you know, one of the things that we've seen is there's been a, a huge spur in the amount of people, uh, specifically on the boy side, who have been uh, transitioning or even just growing up with a two-handed style. You see it at Junior Gold, and you see it at youth events all across the country. But we were, we were just kind of talking a little bit, chatting, and there's very few on the females on the ladies' side that have taken up the two-handed. Have you ever tried it, or is there anyone on your team, or is there any talk about <laughs> anybody trying to trying to work on the and kind of going with that method? I have not tried it recent. I have not tried it at all, and I don't think anyone on my team has. But I know there's one girl that bowls for Wright State that does it, and I saw her at Junior Gold one year, and then I realized that she bowled for Wright State, and she does it really well. So props to her. <laughs> I don't think I could ever do it. <laughs> And Mallory, how would you say, or, or where would you say your mental game is? I know that's something me and Steve will hit on when we talk to collegiate players or coaches. It's something that they, they really, the coaches, from their perspective, is they really try to put an emphasis on bringing different folks in or, or showing different videos or different books. How would you say your mental game is? And, and it's a tough time for everyone. And, you know, you're in college and you're trying to study and do all sorts of things, and then you're bowling on the weekends and, and staying mentally prepared has to be a challenge. So how do you work through some of those uh, things? And is there anyone or any anything that you like doing on the mental side of bowling? Um, I know our coach places an emphasis on our faces and how we show emotion after throwing a shot on the lane. So I think that that has definitely changed it for me because coming back and showing your teammates a positive face rather than something negative will not only give them a better outlook on it, but it'll give you a better feeling too because I mean, even if you throw a bad shot, you always have to find something positive about it. Not everything can always be bad. Um, And also for me, I like to take like an hour every day and just relax, no matter like what I'm doing. If I have a lot of homework, if I have practice later, just take an hour 
or like even 30 minutes and just uh, like take some quiet time, like watch a movie, watch a TV show, just take some time to myself to like re- rewind and just um, get ready for practice or school or class. Well, that's some sound advice, Mallory, and, and thank you so much for your time and, and being on here. I guarantee yes, a lot. I think you. a lot of people know that, but sometimes it's even applying it is the hard thing, yes. right? You know, <laughs> even just being able to commit to do that, even if you know you're supposed to do it, to be able to commit to do it is is sometimes yeah, the hardest said part. Than done. So <laughs> easier said than done. Yeah. So thank you so yes. much, and uh, best of luck to the team, and, and good luck with the rest of school. And uh, we will thank look you. forward to having you on the show again sometime down the road. All right, I look forward to it. Thank you.